The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could join us. We have a fantastic and super relevant show for you today because the material that we're going to be talking about, number five plastic, is something you hold in your hands almost every single day. A lot of products that we use and we have in our refrigerator come in number five plastic, but the problem is a whole lot of the communities that we live in here in the U.S., no matter what state you're listening in, um, you don't have a place to put your number five recycled uh, plastic. I mean, there's just not a huge market for these items. And so we're going to be talking with the CEO of a company called Preserve, who actually makes some really cool products that we're going to talk about in a little bit, out of number five plastics. And we're going to be talking to a representative from Stonyfield Farms, which besides making some of the yummiest, most healthy yogurt products that you will ever taste, they are partnering to ensure that the number five plastic containers that they put their products in, end up being recycled and reused through a partnership with Preserve. So we're excited to have you with us, excited to have our guests. We're going to start with the CEO of Preserve, Eric Hudson. Eric, welcome to Go Green Radio. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Well, you know, a lot of companies claim to have a commitment to the environment and social responsibility. You really can't get on any company's website these days without seeing the phrase, we care about the environment. But there are really quite few companies, actually, who've done the kind of life cycle analysis on their supply chain and on their products that you've conducted. I'd love for you to talk about the greening of your supply chain from materials to shipping. What have you done that's so unique? Thank you. Thank you very much for asking. Um, You know, Preserve was founded on the principle um, of making an environment-friendly product. We, we started this way. Um, so that's, that's kind of the beauty of it in the sense that we, we, were, we were already had this, uh, this thing going on before other people you know, kind of joined in, which we think is wonderful and great. Um, Preserve's original mission was to help reduce the harm caused by the industrial age by making products as high performance as possible and as light on the earth as possible. So it really runs through our veins. Um, The most important thing that we've done from day one is to source 100% recycled materials for all of our products, um, as well to make all of our products uh, recyclable on the other end, to to take back our products when people are done with them. Um, Preserve you know, originally went into the business model with this concept that earth's resources need to be reused and that a wasted product isn't a wasted product. A wasted product can be reused and turned into something else. Um, and then over the years, with a lot of great people joining Preserve, we've really advanced that thinking. Um, we do do life cycle assessment 
all through our uh, operations today, and we look at each one of our products as we're developing the product um, from a design standpoint and, and really looking at the behavior of our consumers or our preservers, as we love to call them, um, and how they approach the product, how they use the product. So when we look at a life cycle assessment, uh, for instance, our everyday tableware, we really look at trying to help them change their behavior. So instead of buying styrene throwaway plates and cups for your football game coming up this weekend, it's, it's to buy a longer-lasting product, and it actually may be heavier. So it may use more resources, but it helps to change that behavior where people look at the product and say, okay, I'm not going to throw this away. I am going to reuse it. And on the bottom, you know, we have outmolded asking people to reuse this product or please send it back to us, and we will. I love that. And, and I think that's what you're talking about in terms of the, the thought process behind your design is really avant-garde. And, and I think other companies will come along, but I want to give props to Eric because he was doing this way before it was cool and trendy to go green. When did you start Preserve, Eric? I wrote the business plan in 1995. Uh, I'm incorporated in 96 and launched to market out of my Cambridge apartment in March of 1997. Just to give a little historical perspective, remember, folks, back in 1995, websites for companies were still new. So, I mean, this was really, really <laughs> forward-thinking. Amy, you're with Stonyfield Farms, and, mm-hmm. you know, the plastics industry has really been taking quite a hit recently. I mean, we've seen a lot of news around, you know, getting the BPA out of baby bottles and campaigns against bottled water. And I think consumers are starting to feel kind of confused about when and how it's okay to use plastic. As a manufacturer of products that ship in plastic containers, really, what choice do you have regarding your packaging? Is there any other material besides number 5 plastic that would allow you to meet FDA requirements without adding a whole lot of weight uh, to the products that you're shipping, which, of course, we know if it's heavier, it's going to cost more to ship it, and it's also going to use more carbon in the shipping. So what choice do you have? Well, I mean, I think we and other companies have a lot of choice, but it does require um, doing your homework, and that's exactly what Stonyfield did. Um, We also conducted a life cycle assessment of our packaging, and we looked at everything from the manufacturer to the product use, reuse, recycling, or disposal. So it was really a cradle-to-grave review by um, a third-party scientist. And we did discover that, in fact, number five plastic um, resulted in the smallest footprint for us. So what it meant was that by reducing the weight in our packaging and picking a lightweight plastic, which number five is, we actually had... Um, the smallest environmental impact we could, and that included looking at things like paper packaging, glass packaging. So we really tried to be all-encompassing in our research. Um, But the final result is the lightest weight package per unit of delivered product is the lowest impact product, which is how we came to number five. Um, the, The downside of number five, of course, and why we're all here, is that it's tough to recycle a lot of places a lot of municipalities don't have a recycling option for number five. And that's where our partnership with Preserve comes in so that we can say to consumers, we have thought about this from cradle to grave. And the result is that even though we know you've got a a cup that's tough to recycle in your neighborhood, we're working with Preserve to give you a place to send that cup so you know it's not just ending up in a landfill. 
Well, and I'm going to throw out some environmental geeky terminology here. Basically, this partnership with Preserve has allowed your product to go from a cradle-to-grave solution to a cradle-to-cradle solution, meaning that instead of just looking at, you know, a life cycle assessment of just the product and your company in a vacuum, now you've got a new life for the packaging of your product, a new cradle that, that can be used, which I think is really cool. Um, Eric, so can I just add about, to that a little bit? Sure, you go right ahead. Thanks. I think one of the, the, the most impressive things that Stonyfield did in this regard was uh, was to switch to number five package. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they really got a lot of consumers saying, but it's not as recyclable as number two. But they were one of the first to take this bold step to say it's not just about the death of the product. It's about the entire life cycle of this product. And we need to look all the way back and say if we source number five, we can make it lighter weight. And that's exactly what they did. And they told that story really well to consumers to say, you know, I know you guys are we're moving that way. And everyone's starting to think more and more about this entire life impact of the product. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, Again, there's nothing that happens in a vacuum, and a lot of consumers are only just beginning to go beyond, can I recycle this when I'm done with it, to how much fuel did it take, how much energy did it take to produce this packaging and get it to my store. And, and Stonyfield is really helping to, not just to serve a need in terms of healthy food items, but really helping to educate consumers on this entire life cycle. Um, Eric, I'd love for you to talk about your products. What do you sell? How are they eco-friendly? Um, and give us the website so people can look as they listen. Thank you very much. I'd love to talk about our products. Um, our website is preserveproducts.com. Preserve as in preserve the earth. Um, we started with a toothbrush. Um, I had an idea for a new toothbrush from the very beginning, uh, and that was married with my interest to start an, an eco-friendly product, environmentally responsible company. Um, and the toothbrush was wonderful because we all, you know, hope that everybody uses a toothbrush. Um, so it allowed us to reach that, <laughs> Me <too>. that, <laughs> that entire uh, population of people interested in turning their recyclables into new products. You know, that's one of the great connections we have with our consumers in, in taking something that, uh, you know, they, they was once bound for the landfill and turning it back into a product that they can re, uh, reuse, um, them being part of our supply chain. So we started with a toothbrush. After that, we added another product in the uh, bathroom, and that's the Preserve Razor. Um, and then we reached over into the kitchen, and we launched Preserve Tableware, um, we have two lines of tableware, one a little lighter weight than the everyday I talked about earlier. Um, as well, we have a, a full preserved kitchen line um, and, and also preserved store, food storage products. Excellent. And they really are uh, not just eco-friendly, but they, they really are quite attractive. I mean, I think they're, they're something that you'd want to have uh, around the house. Um, Amy, in the couple minutes we've got before we take our first com- commercial break, I'd love for you to talk about Stonyfield's products. I mean, besides being tasty, why do they appeal to the environmentally conscious shoppers out there? Right. Um, well, I think they are very tasty, so I'm glad that you threw that out there. Um, <laughs> and we make yogurt, smoothies, and Greek yogurt, kids' yogurt, frozen yogurt, and ice cream. And I think the reason why our products are so appealing to environmentally conscious consumers um, there are actually two reasons. One is they're organic. 
So that means the products are grown and manufactured without the use of toxic persistent pesticides, no chemical fertilizers, um, there's no, there are no hormones, um, no genetically modified organisms. So people can eat our products and feel good knowing a lot of the nasty stuff that they want to avoid is not in there. And furthermore, by being organic products, um, they're actually grown and manufactured in a way that we hope contributes to the environment in a positive way. So Stonyfield's ingredient organic purchases help keep over 180,000 acres of farmland in organic production, and that's something that I think we and our consumers can feel really good about every time they take a bite of a Stonyfield product. But secondly, um, I think our customers rely on us to go beyond just being organic and to ensure that every aspect of our business is as green as it can be. Um, from paper use in the office to delivery of yogurt to the grocery stores, we are called upon and take very seriously the mission to figure out how to minimize our environmental impact. And that's um, why we have you on Go Green Radio today. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but folks, don't go away. We are going to be right back with much, much more from Eric and Amy, so the be telling us more about their awesome products and their eco-friendly business practices in just a moment after these commercial breaks. News. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest best the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you're listening to go green radio with your host jill buck 
Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I want to give a big shout-out to all my tweets who are listening today. We've got a big Twitter community out there who loves Go Green Radio, and we love having you guys join us. Feel free to turn your tweet into a phone call if you want to ask a question of Eric or Amy. Today we're talking to the CEO of a company called Preserve. You might have seen their product line in a Target or other store near you. We're going to talk about where to find their awesome products made of recycled number five plastic. We're also talking to Amy Elks, who's with Stonyfield Farm. And I tell you, if you haven't had some of their yogurt, you're missing out. It's really terrific. Um, So we're going to be talking about their recycling program and some of the ways that they've partnered to make both of their businesses even greener. But first, I'd love for Eric to tell us a little bit more about the product lines that you have with Preserve. Why did you pick toothbrushes and, and kitchenware? Thank you, Jill. A lot goes into the products that Preserve chooses. Um, we hear from preservers all the time, can you, can you launch this, can you launch that? And some of our lines are certainly uh, reflective of those requests. Um, and we look at our, our, the behavior of, of the darker greens and the lighter greens, uh, as well as other people out there, all, all segments of the population, to see what products that we can launch that both will have um, a, a good dent out of the, the impact that's created through consumerism, um, but also fulfills the needs of these preservers in their everyday lives. We want products that people use in their, you know, every day, as many people as possible, um, so we're satisfying uh, that, that need. Um, and then in a variety of homes. So we've gone from the, you know, again, the bathroom, the kitchen, the dining, and soon we likely will be in the, the play area. Um, and, and beyond. Uh, so we really, you know, again, it's, we're looking at those products that we think our preservers will love, that they can use every day, and that most people will use, um, and also where we think we can have an environmental coup. Now, whether that's a razor made out of 100% recycled plastics that's actually a replacement head razor, uh, never been done before, or a toothbrush that's recyclable on the other side and made from uh, Stonyfield Farm yogurt cups and other materials, or a food storage container, which is a great place to say, you know, reuse, take your lunch into work with you, don't buy takeout. Um, or, again, our tableware in which we're really encouraging people to reuse, wash, and not uh, opt for the throwaway styrene option. Right. Now, I've got to get into this part of the, the show because this is so exciting. I love this Gimme Five whole campaign. Um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's fun. I think it's something that once consumers are aware of, they'll definitely want to participate. So tell us about the Gimme 5 program. Absolutely. Uh, Gimme 5 is, is a very exciting program that we founded uh, a few years ago. Um, we had piloted the program at a couple of co-ops, and the goal was to, to reach out with a hand and say, preservers, please give us your yogurt cups. Please give us your cottage cheese cups. Um, and we'll take those through our uh, logistics system and bring it into uh, the operations and make new products out of it. So it gets, it gets to that, uh, that great connection with our 
consumers, our preservers, who want to make a difference, who want to see their yogurt cups turn into a new product, and to and want to be part of our supply chain. So it's just a it's a great people call it sort of a participation um, relationship with our end user. Um, we started it uh, originally in, in 2005, 2006, some pilots, and then we launched it uh, at Whole Foods Market in one region in 2008. And 09, we were full board Whole Foods, and Stonyfield has been with us all along. Um, we do we have uh, Stonyfield as a sponsor, Tom's as a sponsor, as well as Brita, and we're bringing these materials through this uh, this retail uh, collection bin into our operations. And uh, it's been a fantastic program. Our material doubled uh, already this year from last year. Um, we've recycled the equivalent of 3.6 million yogurt cups in 2010. Wow. Now, tell us briefly how people can get involved. I mean, there are kind of several different points of entry for consumers. I will. And, and one thing I also want to point out, Jill, is that, is that we also know, of course, through our life cycle assessment, that when we take this cup from you in the store, we are having a positive impact on the earth versus you throwing it in the trash. We, we make sure that we're taking it by train. We use uh, uh, 48% less coal, 46% less energy, 75% less oil, and 64% fewer greenhouse gases, 54% less water than wow. throwing something in the landfill. So consumers can find these bins at primarily at, at Whole Foods Market. Um, they bring their number fives with them when they bring in their reusable shopping bags. Um, they can find the bin most commonly in the front of the store. Uh, it can also be found through the customer service section. Got it. And they can mail their number fives to you as well, can't they? Yes, they absolutely can. And if you go to our website, preserveproducts.com, you'll see um, that uh, we make that really easy for you. So there's a lot of materials there that you can actually, you could set up a bin in your school or your church or another retailer if you choose, um, and we present all the graphics there that you can download and, and start your own Gimme 5 Recycling Center. Very cool. Now, Amy, why is Stonyfield Farms involved with Gimme 5? I mean, what do you see as the benefit to the company and, and your customers? Right. Well, you know, as we spoke about earlier, we know that number five plastic is the best choice for us in terms of having the smallest environmental impact we can in our packaging. But we know that number five is tough to recycle in a lot of places. So we need a solution um, that we and our customers can feel good about so that we know these cups aren't just getting tossed in the garbage. And Gimme 5 is that solution. It's pretty convenient. People can just bring their clean yogurt cups to Whole Foods with them, drop them in the bin. Um, the stuff that... that um, Preserve makes out of it is terrific, useful stuff. You know, I think sometimes in the past when something was made out of a recycled uh, material, we we thought it can it can sort of be of lesser quality because it's recycled, but that's not the case with give me with uh, preserved stuff. It's fantastic, um, and it gives both us and our customers an option um, for what to do with those cups. We do take back cups if people want to mail them to us here, but mm -hmm. that's a cumbersome process for us as well. And what we ultimately have to do is bundle them together and send them to a recycling facility. If Preserve can take them through Give Me Five and turn them into something fantastic, all the better. Absolutely. Now, Eric, I, as I mentioned before, I think the Give Me Five program is brilliant on many levels, not the least of which 
is that if you're successful with this, you could end up getting a lot of the raw materials for what you manufacture for nearly free or certainly at a reduced cost compared to purchasing all of that raw material. Are you concerned that larger companies that manufacture similar products to yours will copy your model and compete in this same space? Uh, not until we really nail it, Jill. <laughs> presently, presently preserved Gimme 5 material is actually one of our, our most expensive materials. I see. Um, while we have the efficiencies down as far as the impact on the environment, um, we still need to do a lot of sorting of the material. Um, we definitely need to get the education up on, on contaminants in the recycling bins, but Whole Foods has done a tremendous job. Their team members you know, really having a, a, an interest in the, in the process and, and the mission. Um, so I think given we've only been around for two years in a, in a full program here, we are getting great material. Um, that said, we do have a reprocessing partner in Cortland, New York, named J.M. Murray, and their fantastic team does a lot of uh, sorting of yogurt cups with, uh, you know, maybe a hanger. Um, so there's a lot of reprocessing we need to do, and the ultimate cost of the Give Me Five material is actually a little higher than what we um, can find out there in a post-consumer supply, either through curbside or business-to-business. It sounds like there's room for a little cottage industry there to help you source it. So it's a it's an exciting economic opportunity all the way around. I think it's really cool. Amy, what other kinds of programs does Stonyfield support that help keep your product packaging out of landfills? Um, well, we have a couple of other partnerships in addition to our partnership with Preserve. Um, we have a partnership with a company called TerraCycle um, mm-hmm. that actually became famous for making a product called Worm Poop originally, <laughs> which was a, uh, a fertilizing product. And they also um, have collection. Uh, they have something called the Yogurt Brigade, which consists of about a 1,000 school and community volunteer groups who've signed up to collect yogurt cups send them to TerraCycle, and TerraCycle does what they call upcycling, which is turning the product into something else, but often leaving it um, very close to its original state, so you can still see the sort of the original raw material. Mm-hmm. We also have a partnership with Recycle Bank, which is um, an organization that um, really rewards people for recycling in their own municipalities, and our partnership with them is a bit simpler. It consists of giving people um, special coupons and rewards from Stonyfield um, to thank them for making efforts to recycle. And then, as I mentioned before, if all else fails, people can send their cups back to us here. We will bundle them, and we will um, make sure that they get to the right recycling facility. That's fantastic. And I think that is really what I hope will become the 21st century mindset of every company. You know, your job's not done when your product reaches the consumer. There's got to be some effort on the part of the company to ensure that their logo cannot be found in a landfill. I mean, I think that would be a great, it's a lofty goal, but it's a great goal. And uh, I really applaud Stonyfield for being that proactive and visionary. Eric, for our listeners who are already out there rinsing out their yogurt cups and getting ready to send them to you or or to drop them off in a bin at Whole Foods, um, quickly give us a rundown of what the process is. Um, When you get that number five plastic, how do you turn it into a new product? Great. Um, So just just to start back, when they drop it off at Whole Foods Market, the team members uh, bag it up in blue bags. Those blue bags are brought 
with their return logistics shipping to the distribution center at Whole Foods. And that distribution center then puts it either on a train or a truck, depending on how close it is to preserve, uh, to our reprocessing facility. We do, do use train from California, which has less of an impact, as well as down south. Um, and then once it comes to our partner, J.M. Murray, in New York, we do the reprocessing. We, we sort every pound of, of plastic to separate out both the British water filters as well as preserved toothbrushes. Both of those need special attention because they have multiple materials. Mm-hmm. Um, the balance we're looking for is, is just number five plastic. Uh, we then take that material in, and bale it and send it to a reprocessing facility right nearby where it is, is ground, and uh, then we do a sink float sorting process where we put it through a, um, a, a water uh, compound that then enables us to separate out the great number five from the less great um, contaminants and also maybe number five with a little bit of foil on it. It's compounded, turned into pellets, uh, and then it is remade into preserved products by melting those pellets and injection molding them in a machine. Very cool. Well, now you know, folks. Now you know the life of your little yogurt cup once it gets to preserve. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll have much more, so don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio coming up in just a couple of minutes. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. For our regular listeners who know what's coming next, you will not be disappointed. This is a segment we've all come to really enjoy. We've got green teens down in L.A. who are making a green news podcast for us every week through Global Broadcast for Kids, so we're going to listen in right now to green news. Globalbroadcastforkids.com presents GBK Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative. From one kid to another. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Elijah. And Marley. With GBK's Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio, and we're going to get started. Boeing and their new solar-powered plane. The new Boeing project is called the Solar Eagle. The Solar Eagle is an unmanned plane designed to run off of electricity gathered by the sun's rays. One other small thing, the Solar Eagle is supposed to be able to fly non-stop in the stratosphere for a period of five years before landing. The idea is that the plane gathers energy during the day from the sun and it stores it to run throughout the night. Just like the Solar Impulse team in July 2010 when their plane made history by flying around the clock on the sun's energy alone. Perhaps one day people will routinely fly in solar planes that never need refueling. It will be a different world then. Well, so what? So what? The Go Green Initiative says the Solar Eagle is actually an eco-friendly spy plane. If this is successful, it could take the place of satellites that are launched with enormous amounts of fuel that are very difficult to reposition once launched into the orbit. The Solar Eagle could be moved into new positions as needed. The Solar Eagle will monitor the Earth without diminishing its natural resources. The bears are hungry in the Rockies. A shortage of berries and other foods that hungry bears need to bulk up on before hibernation has caused close encounters with us humans to reach record levels. Wildlife officials in parts of Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming say they are experiencing a record year for those so-called problem bears who wander into civilization and into trouble. Also, state and federal officials say they are overrun this season with reports about gangs of grizzly and black bears getting into everything from garbage cans to garages in every place from golf courses to the city centers well so what so what the go green initiative says when animals get hungry and can't find food in the wild it shouldn't surprise anyone if they come into human populations to settle the rumbly in their tumbly as pooh bear called it We know that grizzlies' populations are low, so if wildlife monitors track their food supply and notice a shortage, it might be a lot easier to bring some food out into the wild for the bears, rather than fending them off once they wander into town for a bite to eat. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Access Hollywood recently gave green celebrity props to Mary-Kate Olsen, one of the twin girls who played the baby on the hit television series Full House. Olsen is now part of the Environmental Media Association. The EMA encourages celebs to take hybrid and electric cars to award shows and parties rather than rolling up and gas-hogging ultra-luxury cars designed to flaunt the celebs living large. 
While she used to be Generation X fave as Uncle Jesse's or John Stamos, Darling Doll chilling out and playing on the set of Full House. Now, one of her Gen Y favorite hangouts is rumored to be a chic, new, eco-friendly club called Greenhouse. Well, so what? So what? The Go Green Initiative says Gen X and Gen Y make way for Gen E. The Environmental Media Association is encouraging our generation to be the most eco-conscious and eco-active ever. Not only do they encourage celebrities to be great role models, they are also encouraging movie makers and TV producers to interweave environmental issues into their plot lines so that viewers can see environmentally responsible behavior played out in their favorite shows. Awesome! Now for some Go Green Initiative updates. New businesses that have just joined the Go Green Initiative. Host Gator Coupons, Austin, Texas. Here are some new schools that have just joined the Go Green Initiative. El Medea, Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Pearls Hawthorne School, Yonkers, New York. Organizations that have just joined the Go Green Initiative, Students of Global Democracy, Kampala, Uganda, Grubb Family, YMCA, Trinity, North Carolina, Uptown United, Chicago, Illinois, and Save Our Beaches, Montrose, Virginia. Well, that's it for this week, guys. I'm Elijah. And Marley. Signing off with GB4K's Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio. And make sure to do one thing a day to help out the environment. Like recycle your bottles and cans. Take two minutes less in your shower. And listen to us next time. Goodbye, guys. Bye. See you later. GBK Green News. Copyright 2010. Globalbroadcastforkids.com. Aren't they great, Amy and Eric? What do you think of our green teens? Oh, they're fantastic. Uh, they're, you know, it's, it's really fun to listen to them, and it's actually really uh, pretty enlightening as well. <laughs> yeah, they're Absolutely. pretty smart. I've, I've, I've always dreamed of, or at least recently dreamed of, flying in a solar plane, so that would be uh, an incredible thing. I'm really? having a hard time even buying an electric car these days, but I think <laughs> more of these, these options are coming in. Yep. Good to know that the research and development goes on. So that was that was great. Well, Amy, I want to talk about the Stonyfield Farm website because I think it's so terrific. I would recommend it to my listeners based on the farm cam alone because that is a lot of fun. And your farmer's blog, I mean, it's just a ton of fun. It's very educational but also very user-friendly. Talk to us about some of the cool things that our listeners will find when they visit www.stonyfield.com. Sure. Um, You know, our website is kind of an incredible thing to me. I think I could be on there every day for a month, even working for the company, and still find something new every single day. There's a ton of information on there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorites, personally, um, are our YouTube section, where you can see different films, uh, some of them, uh, you know, farm cam films that you talked about, but others, including how we get our organic blueberries from Quebec, and Dr. Sears talking about infant nutrition, even a video about our partnership with Preserve, which is pretty cool. So that's a lot of fun. Um, we also have a section on recipes, which is very popular. Um, we've got something called a Buzz Blog, with, which is a really kind of informative blog with entries about health and nutrition, latest updates in organic regulations, climate change, just new stuff all the time. Um, and then another section that's really great to visit is, call, is a section called What You Can Do, where you can get some tips on what you can do to green your own lifestyle from what you eat to 
driving to work to how to even make your business more environmentally sustainable. So you can get everything on there from pretty fun to pretty serious, depending on how much you feel like digging around, but there's a lot of great stuff. There sure is, and I highly recommend it to our listeners. Again, it's www.stonyfield.com. Well, Eric, there's a page on your website that I really liked. It's called Earth Efforts, and you make some really bold and inspiring statements about your company's core values and operating principles. Won't you share some of those Earth Efforts with our listeners, please? Absolutely. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on this page. You know, it's... it's um trying to capture the, the culture here, the mission, why we were founded, and what we're doing today. Um, so it, it wasn't easy, actually, to, to you know, embody um, the green uh, blood or juice flowing through preserve because it's really, you know, it's why we exist. Um, so we tried to capture, you know, the, how we look at products, um, how we engage with our preservers to understand how they use products, how we can make them less impactful by helping them change their behaviors. Um, we quantify the amount of materials we've kept out of landfills. Uh, to date, it's 2.5 million pounds of plastic that's been kept out of landfills that's been reused, that's captured that oil and natural gas caught up in a plastic cup. Um, thanks both to, obviously, our preservers, consumers, and our partners like Stonyfield. Um, we also make sure that we use the best plastic. We use number five plastic, which is more and more today people are recognizing that it is one of the most healthy plastics out there. Um, it's extremely high quality, but it also um, does, it's, it's BPA-free and, and phthalate-free, um, melamine-free, and FDA-compliant. So number five was a plastic that we found early on and, and, and have stuck to all the way through. Um, we do source all of our products, all the manufacturing from the United States, States of America. We have one small exception in razor assembly in Mexico, um, but that sourcing keeps everything close to source. It keeps m- primarily our distribution is in the U.S., so if we're making it here, transporting it here, and delivering it here, it reduces the impact. Um, we also make sure that we stay on the forefront of environmental research and development as far as uh, health, both to people and in the earth, uh, and the impact that we're all having. So, so at least uh, half of our staff here is very active in this side of our business to make sure that we understand that the current trends and the research behind, behind both uh, health with plastics, but also, of course, the life cycle assessment and how we can look at the entire supply chain and product delivery and assess the impact that that's having on the earth. That's great. And, and I only hope that more companies will take a look at your Earth Efforts page and cut and paste it. I mean, really, it's what companies should be thinking about in the 21st century. Now, Amy, you deal with a lot of cows in your mm-hmm. neck of the woods and in your, your industry, um, and we've heard all kinds of things about how cow emissions <laughs> are, may contribute to climate change and greenhouse mm-hmm. gases. What has Stonyfield done to take a leadership role in mitigating cow burps? Yeah. We, um, you know, when we mapped our carbon footprint, we found that 43% of our impact came from milk production. Mm-hmm. By comparison, you know, manufacturing is 12%. Transportation of ingredients and packaging is 3%. So this is huge for us. You know, the cows are the biggest impact area in our business. And we were able to develop programs 
for um, emissions from growing feed for cows, for manure, transportation, farm energy. But the biggest source of emissions, which is the natural digestion of the cow, is a big challenge and has been a big challenge for us. So we worked on a pilot program that started in late 2008 that we call the Greener Cow Pilot Program. It took place on 15 farms in Vermont, and these are all Organic Valley Farms. Organic Valley supplies our milk. And what we did was we fed the cows a diet very high in natural omega-3 sources like alfalfa, flax, grasses. Um, I'm not a scientist, so I'll give you the, the top line. And, again, this is something people can find out a lot more about on our website if they want to visit. But basically by feeding them this diet, the cow's main stomach or their rumen um, is better balanced. What's going on inside there, the digestion process is digestion process is rebalanced, and the wow. result is less methane and fewer burps. <laughs> That's so fantastic. I love it. It's fun, but it uh, it makes a big difference. It, it, it's funny, and yet it's it's got a serious impact, and I, I think that's really fantastic. We've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll have more with Eric and Amy. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right around the corner. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. The Interstate Sportsman Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news. Talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros from the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kettis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Thank you. 
You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Today we've been talking with the CEO of a company called Preserve and a representative from Stonyfield Farms, some of the yummiest organic yogurt you could ever try. And I would encourage you to do just that. Um, We're going to be always the way that we are at the end of the show, wishing that we had more time with our guests because they are truly awesome. What they're doing for the environment, what they're doing for the health and well-being of their consumers is awesome. Um, if you have questions that you'd like for me to forward on to them, feel free to give me an email and I'll shoot them on to Amy and Eric after the show. If you've not listened to the whole show, if you caught us late or you tuned in a little bit later and you wish, oh, I wish I would have caught the beginning of the show, don't worry because Go Green Radio is syndicated on the Green Talk Network. If you're listening to us on voiceamerica.com, you can see a little button that says Green Talk Network. We're on there several times a week, so this will be replayed uh, primarily Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon on the East Coast. Everybody else do the math. So if your friends need to listen to this or you need to listen to it again, check us out Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Green Talk Network. Well, Amy, back to you. Why is Stonyfield Farm so adamant about supporting organic farming? Um, You know, organic farming is really at the heart of everything we do. Stonyfield originally started out in 1983 as an organic farming school. So our connection to organic farming goes way, way back. And these days, um, 27 years later, things have changed quite a bit. We now buy 300 million pounds of organic fruit, milk, and other ingredients a year. So we've come a long way from that the six cows in, in mm-hmm. Wilton, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. But it's critical to everything we do. And basically, we believe that um, organic food is healthier for people and healthier for the planet. It's that simple. Organic farmers don't use toxic persistent pesticides and chemical fertilizers. They don't have synthetic growth hormones or antibiotics in their animals. No genetically modified organisms. So what we're looking at is a production system that is um, less um, destructive to the environment, healthier for people, and also has an economic structure that actually enables small family farms to stay in business at a time when farming is really increasingly becoming a large industrial enterprise. So I can say, you know, personally, I recently visited some of the Organic Valley farms that supply our milk, and I was just so impressed to meet multiple generations of farmers, grandfathers and fathers and grandsons and grandmothers, granddaughters and and sons, and um, seeing how they're working the same ground with the same small cow herds, it's really, really, um, it's impressive, and it seems like a win all the way around. So it's it's critical to everything we do. Well, and, and a large company like yours, um, and the way that you supply what you, you know, you reach out to suppliers of what you manufacture, I mean, you really have a leadership role in preserving something that's so American, you know, mm-hmm. our agrarian roots, especially in the Northeast, are so strong, and we hate to lose those Absolutely. because there's just something so motherhood and apple pie about it. And Absolutely, I, I love that. I love that a lot. Um, 
Eric, you know, a lot of people are, are feeling like this economic downturn has been difficult in every conceivable sector. And I'm wondering how the economic downturn has affected preserve. Thanks. Um, we're, we're, doing, we're doing great. Um, you know, it's been uh, 2009 was a struggle. It was probably our hardest year. I think it's rare that you'll hear um, anyone from a, a, a business, for-profit business, not saying that. Um, it was the first year we didn't have, uh, you know, really positive growth of our of our sales and and product delivery to consumers. Um, but we've we've weathered the storm and we've moved into 2010. We actually were just only three percent down in 2009. So we've picked up robust growth again this year. And you know, growth is um, is a is a is a quandary a bit for an eco friendly company. Um, we seek to replace products that are less environment friendly out there, and obviously give consumers um, looking to make a difference a, a choice to to lighten their impact. Um, so uh, you know, we we think it's okay to grow. Of course, um, our our people here have been uh, incredibly dedicated to. Uh, our cause, our mission, that's one thing that Preserve really has is, is you know, we constantly have people coming to us seeking to work at Preserve. Um, so that, that dedication to what we're seeking to do, what we're seeking to accomplish, really helps us to weather through that storm. Um, in addition, consumers are still really interested in green, and, the, and they should be, of course. This isn't going away, the impact we're having on the earth in any way, shape, or form. And that, in fact, the, you know, the, the recession or the downturn really could have uh, helped some of the consumption levels and some of the impact that we're having and, um, with people choosing to reuse or choosing to travel less. And I think the results are still uh, not quite out on that. But 64% of people are still looking to make a difference with their dollars, you know, whether that's choosing a, a zip car service or opting for a reusable recycled plate versus a throwaway styrene plate. You know, that's the kind of support out there that, that makes a difference for Preserve and, and shows that uh, we can continue down our path and, and hopefully um, working with other companies to, to, to build this path for, for many companies and making a difference that, that one of the you know the biggest powers of our of our of our earth is is business. So we need to be making a difference in the in the product delivery to consumers and the services we offer. Well, and I really congratulate you, Eric, because um, you know I run the Go Green Initiative, a nonprofit organization, and like you, I founded that organization long before green was the new black. You know when it was shishi. Um, right. You know, and and I think. Whether you're a for-profit or non-profit entity who's in it for the right reasons, you will hang on <laughs> yeah. um, through the tough times because your passion, your mission, and, and almost the, your calling doesn't change even when times get tough. 2009 was a bitter year for my organization. We rely upon corporate donations um, as well, but we're hanging in there because we know that our mission has never been more critical. Absolutely. Yeah. Right well, in the couple minutes that we have left, actually just about a minute before we have to go, um, are there any parting words, Amy, that you have for our listeners? Um, you know, I just I really want to encourage people to learn more about the Gimme Five partnership, um, about Stonyfield and Preserve, to find out all the things that both of us as companies are doing to not just make a great product, but make the great product in a way that's as environmentally sustainable as possible so people can really feel good when they go into the store and they vote with their dollars buying Stonyfield yogurt and preserve um, house products and bathroom products. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Eric, any parting words from Preserve CEO? Uh, just along the same lines. You know, the more that people can be uh, supporting those companies that are working together to, to reduce the collective impact on our Earth, um, that, that kind of support is, is really needed. Uh, it's certainly turning the heads of some of the largest companies in the world. You know, we're seeing the Walmarts and the Procter & Gamble starting to reduce their impact. And the more consumers call for that, for collaboration, cooperation between one of the most powerful entities out there, business, um, you know, kudos to them. We, we need that support from consumers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Amy and Eric, for joining us on Go Green Radio. Next week, folks, we're going to be here same time, same place. We have the executive director of Keep Texas Beautiful coming on, and she's going to tell us about some of the amazing programs they have down there in the Lone Star State, so be sure to tune in next week for more Go Green Radio. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.